Hello students how are you I hope you're well safe and healthy Let us learn a story called The Hero of Harlem and let us learn about the bravery of a small 8 year old child Long ago in a town named Harlem in Holland there lived an 8 year old boy His father was a sluicer and it was the duty of the sluicer to open and shut the sluices or large oak gates that were placed at regular distances at the entrance of the town's canals. When water was required, the sluicer raised the sluices but closed them again carefully at night. Otherwise, there was the danger of the water flowing into the canals and flooding the whole town even little children in holland knew that the sluices were important one day the boy asked for permission from his parents to take some cakes to a poor blind man who lived on the other side of the dike do you know what are dikes they are barriers used to regulate or hold back water from a river lake or even an ocean his father allowed him to go but he told him that he should not stay out too late the child was obedient so he promised that he would come back in time and he set off the blind man was very very glad that the boy had come to visit him Remembering what his father has said the boy left to return home while he was strolling around the canals he was humming a merry song he saw the canals were quite full because it had rained and the water levels had risen as he was passing by one of the large sluices he heard the sound of trickling of water upon pebbles he went closer and found a hole in the wall through which the water was dripping the boy realized at once that soon the force of water would enlarge the hole he also realized that the water could flood the whole town so he climbed on the stones till he reached the hole and put his finger into the hole plugging the flow of water for a little while he was comfortable he did not feel any pain but as the night set in it became cold the little boy looked around but no one came over there he shouted he called loudly but no one answered because no one was passing through that way so he decided that he would stay all night putting his finger in the hole trying to stop the flow of water the cold was more biting and his finger felt numb soon his hand and the hole 
arm was numb that is he could not feel anything in his finger and his arm his hand started paining but still the boy did not move because he realized that if he left that place the water would soon flood the city and many people would die because of that tears rolled down his cheeks as he thought of his father his mother his little bed and the comfort of the home but he knew what would happen if he removed his finger he knew that everybody would be drowned after a long and terrible night at daybreak he was found in the same painful position by a clergyman returning from the church the clergyman heard groans and he found the boy seated on a stone shivering and crying he asked the child what he was doing there so the boy answered that he was preventing the water from flowing in the clergyman called for help immediately soon the dike was repaired and everyone in the town praised the little hero of harlem so what do you learn from this story you learn that you should put the safety and comfort of people before your safety and comfort you should think of others you should think of others comfort you should think of others safety and you should take a decision which would which would save others bye hello students let us do a poem today it's 20 froggies written by george cooper 20 froggies went to school down beside a rushing pool 20 little coats of green 20 vests all white and clean here the poet wants to say that 20 froggies who go to school beside a busy pool the uniforms they wore were white and green in color they wore coats that were of green color and their vests were all white and clean we must be in time said they first we study then we play that is how we keep the rule when we froggies go to school so here the poet wants to say that the froggies were very very strict they always studied first and then they played they always went on time and that is how they kept the rule when they went to the school master bullfrog brave and stern called the classes in their turn taught them how to nobly strive also how to leap and dive they were taught by master bullfrog who was brave as well as very strict 
and he taught them how to leap and dive and also how to work honestly taught them how to dodge a blow from the stick that bad boys throw 20 froggies grew up fast bullfrogs they became at last the frog also taught them how to avoid by a sudden quick movement a blow from the stick that naughty and bad boys threw at the froggies the 20 froggies grew up very fast and they also became bullfrogs polished in a high degree as each froggy ought to be now they sit on other logs teaching other little frogs in this stanza the poet says that as the to- froggies grew up they became highly educated and after finishing off their education they sat on parts of the trunk or a large branch of a tree and they taught other little frogs how to leap how to dive and how to dodge blows so bye for now hello students today i'm going to take up the lesson notes and strokes this is about sam and his family everyone in sam's family played musical instruments his father played the flute mother played the violin sam's brother jay played the guitar and his sister romi played the drum all of them could sing very well and often performed together at concerts so the family was called the musical family but sam was not into music he loved to paint and he had painted more than 50 different kinds of birds at present he was giving final touches to a painting featuring his family with the musical instruments they played one morning while everyone was at the table eating breakfast the phone rang it was shruti the reporter of the magazine talent india she wanted to interview and feature sam's family on the cover story of the next issue of the magazine she had been to one of their concerts and was very much impressed by their performance sam's father agreed to the interview but sam felt that he was not good for anything because he could not play an instrument on the day of the interview shruti along with the photographer arrived on time everyone sat in the living room but sam thought that since he was not musical it was no use of him sitting there with the family and he stayed in his room everyone greeted the reporter then the interview began 
Father told them all about how he began learning music when he was 4. Mother told them about her love for the violin and Jay and Romy also spoke about their musical interests. Suddenly, Shruti's eyes fell on the wall and she saw a beautiful painting. She asked if an admirer had gifted them this painting. But Sam's father said that this painting was done by Sam and he was very good at painting. Shruti was very much impressed. She said, "Wow, what a talented family." And she wanted to meet Sam. When mother went in to call Sam, Sam gladly came to the living room. Shruti interviewed Sam and asked all about his paintings. Sam was very much thrilled to tell her about his passion for painting. A few weeks later, the copy of Talent India arrived and the picture on the cover page featured the entire family. Father, mother, Jay, Romy, and of course Sam too. And the title read Notes and Stokes. So students, can you tell me why was it titled Notes and Strokes? Here, Notes refers to the family of Sam who were into music and Notes means a definite pitch made by a musical instrument or the human voice. And strokes, it refers to the brush strokes of the painting or the paint left on a surface by a single application of a brush or palette knife. So I hope you have understood why it was titled Notes and Strokes and have understood the lesson. Bye.